Hey everyone, I'm Andy. And I'm Sean. And it's the Commander's Brew. This week, the first sliver. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's episode 261 of the Commander's Brew. Uh, we are getting into some wild territory with this episode, I can't wait to get into it. But first, you know, we got to check in. Sean, how you doing? What's up? I'm doing really good. Oh, good. Uh, I had a started doing ice cream with chocolate sauce. <laughs> you just started? Well, I mean, I, I people have been doing that. Pretty, I'm usually pretty basic when it comes to snacks, and like the the chocolate sauce was kind of the the new angle that I was like, you know what, this is worth it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm happy you just discovered chocolate sauce. It's <laughs> well, I knew it's, about chocolate sauce. <laughs> well, I mean, you knew about it, but you've just started to you've just embraced it, I guess I should say, instead of discovering. Yeah. Um, on a similar note, ice cream wise, um, man, I found the the ice cream sandwich. What? Yes. Tell us all. About, are you are we allowed to know? Is this secret info? Listen. I'm sorry to our American listeners because I can't I don't know exactly where you can replicate my success here. But in Canada, I can tell you. There's yes, a, please. There's a, I'm in Canada. There's a grocery store chain here called No Frills. Uh-huh. And as the name implies, there are no frills. No frills. You have to I mean, it's not new anymore, but for, you had to buy your own plastic bags there. They don't yeah. give you free plastic bags. That was a yeah, that was a wild idea back then. And the places seems like a little jankier. Like, <laughs> like, like but they're they're, yeah, they're trying weird like, combos in there, and you know, just old cards that are overcosted stuff like that. <laughs> right, seven men do nothing in <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's you know, but it's fun in there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's like it's the you know, it's the the bare bones grocery store. It's the one that there's no images on the packaging. It's all yellow and black lettering. Um, so you got to get it's That's the brand. It's the no name brand, like a no name being the actual brand name. It's weird. yes. The no frills, like the version, like the stuff they make, their no name brand is actually called no name. Anyways, um, so it's the no name ice cream sandwiches. But it's the cookies and cream ice cream sandwiches. So here's the thing, okay? So you know when you can go to like the convenience store and you get an ice cream sandwich, you can choose the classic, you know, the like the long, the brown, uh, you know, the cookie part of it. That's very it's soft. You get that soft serve ice cream in the middle, and then there's like a bigger version where it's basically the same thing, like the super sandwich or something. Then you get the Oreo version. That's just a big Oreo, but it's the cookies and cream ice cream in the middle. This is a combination of the Oreo and the true classic. It's got that classic, you know, regular, like soft, but not too soft, like cookie sandwich part. Um, and it's got the Oreo cookies and cream filling, but it's a, it's like almost like, it's not totally, but it's almost a soft serve ice cream in the middle of it. So it's, it's just perfect. I'll tell you. It's I, like wow. It's it's soft enough to be like this is this is good. I'm not like biting the ice cream so you know how you have to bite into hard ice cream. I don't like that personally. For so for me, not into that. This one you don't like. You're biting it obviously because it's an ice cream sandwich, but it's it's a it's a soft chew. It's great. It's but it's not too melty. Also, not too melty. It's really good. Let me tell you, my mouth is watering right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we only have two left, and we bought them like not that long ago. We've just uh, been going nuts with them, and they they are the perfect combination of those two ice cream sandwiches. And uh, the ice cream sandwich, I don't know if you knew this, is my preferred version of ice cream. That's the way I like to interact with ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your preferred yeah, way to interact I, with ice cream? With chocolate sauce? Is that was, as you were saying? Well, I, I, is it my preferred way now? I never thought of it in that way. I think my preferred way... I do love an ice cream sandwich. I love the cookie. I wish you could just buy that cookie layer by itself. I know, like, right? I, I, w- I would eat those. Isn't it weird, though? Because like, calling it cookie isn't even right. You know? like it. I, I guess it is technically right, but 
it, it's not a, it's, it doesn't feel like a cookie when you're eating it because it's not crunchy and it's not it doesn't have that cookie feel to it i feel like can we can we talk we're on cookies i wanted to, so you mentioned oreo earlier mm-hmm. and the idea of cookies and cream cookies and cream has if i'm not mistaken is the world's generic name for oreo flavor yeah yes it right is, you, yes. no but but has oreo started using things that are cookies and cream flavor like are they like have i seen that <laughs> have we where have, they have yeah. been reduced to like using it was like well cookies and cream is more famous than us so like, we, we can't call oreos with oreo middle <laughs> like, yeah that's true yeah no that's you know what that's a good point they must it must be called like the with oreo bits or something <laughs> you know <laughs> like we have or, our own bits in here sounds weird yeah yeah you don't have to go elsewhere for no name bits like these are the true oreo bits it's like no i'd rather have cookies and cream it's like we are cookies and we cream we're the original <laughs> which is funny because like what flavor is an oreo if the if the flavor is called cookie like and cream oh. like obviously it's vanilla let's think of vanilla icing it's vanilla cream but that that cookie is that just chocolate yeah right i guess it is i guess it's almost like a dark chocolate kind of what is that? the darkest of chocolates? Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> it's a dark chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, got to okay. be it, I suppose. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. Good for good for flavors. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite interaction is a milkshake. Does that count? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, milkshake. Yeah, in a milkshake. Yeah. Yeah, that's it then. Hey, you know, let us know in the comments <laughs> on Twitter, where have you? What's your favorite way to interact with ice cream? Yeah, and we're keeping it interact, however you interpret that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever that means. If it's, you know, make snowballs out of it and throw it at your neighbors in the winter, that's great. Sure. Sweet, sweet if, snowballs. If it's uh, let it melt a bit and then chuck it off your roof and watch it splat on the driveway, yeah, that's great too. If it's let it melt and drink it like soup, that's Ooh, fine. That sounds good. It's no longer iced cream, but it's still ice cream that's melted. Hmm? I'm drawn to that because it's close to a milkshake. That's true. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just melt this ice cream but still have it cold? If you, How do you feel? How are you feeling on floats? I, I feel like I remember that you're a float guy. You like floats. I'm a float guy. You're a float I do. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just call me Stephen King's it. <laughs> <laughs> What? Because you're a float float down here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) You're the float guy, man. (laughs) Everything floats down here, dude. (laughs) Uh, On that note, let's do some business. Let's thank everybody for listening and just having a laugh with us. Uh, It really does mean a lot. Uh, thank you for laughing along with us. Uh, you know, hit and subscribe on the YouTube channel, leaving four-star reviews. That's great, too. Some of you went to patreon.com slash commandersbrew and decided to donate. Uh, so you can get in on our Discord and help us brew some decks, help us make these very decks, and just generally hang out and share magic memes and things. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you to those who click our affiliate link through TCG Player in the show notes here or in other episodes. You can link through there and buy cards, the cards we're talking about, or not even the cards we're talking about. It doesn't matter. We still get that sweet, sweet slice of the action. Uh, And also, if you are a Canadian listener, we have got your back. We have actual money off your magic single order through the Wizards Tower. Let's hear an ad from them now. We're proud Canadian podcasters, and we're proud to be sponsored by the Wizards Tower. WizardTower.com, one of Canada's premier card stores. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code BREWDOUBLE to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our decklist for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. See you there on the double. All right, great. Um, Yeah, check it out. Uh, What do you think? Um... I think we should do an interview. Yeah, it's an it's interview time here, and I'm just gonna have to get out for a second. Okay. Yeah, okay. I gotta take off just for a bit. Um, yeah, you know, you'd think I'd be used to it by now, but it's st- it stings every time. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. I get it <laughs> a little bit. But this one, 
I'll bet you I'll be back before it's done this time. Oh, what are you going to do? Uh, my down the street neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that they went to the grocery store today and a piece of or a package of bacon fell off They're like fell out of their bag. Oh, go get that bacon. And don't don't wait around and explain it. Yeah, go, 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 go. Grab it. I'll give it back yeah. to them. I'll be back. Okay. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be back. Yes. Okay. Coming back for a second round, we met this character when Ikoria debuted. Everybody, welcome back, Godzilla. Godzilla. Great time. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Godzilla. So great of you. You actually, it was, I will say I was surprised to get an email from you saying you wanted to come back and be interviewed. That's great. Usually people aren't asking to be interviewed. Uh, I'm assuming you have something you want to plug or a new product coming out. So let's just start us off with that. What do you, what do you got? What do you got going on these days, Mr. Zilla? Oh man, John, I just wanted to. I wanted to come on because I figure, you know, we got to start talking about the next set. We got to start talking about the next Zendikar Magic set. Rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Godzilla cards are going to be in there? You know, where am I going to show up in the set? That's what we got to start talking about. Start the speculation. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So what do you think? Probably going to be five or six of me again at least. I'd say maybe they're going to up the numbers. Maybe Maybe 10 Godzillas. What do you think? I, well, you know, Zendikar is known for having lots of monsters on it, so that mm-hmm. would make sense. I think we've seen most of the spoilers, and we are past the point where they would give us any surprise new IPs. So I don't, I don't think there will be any Godzillas in Zendikar Rising. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? Well, I just don't, you know, at this point in the cycle of like news, right? I think we already know, kind of. Enough about it that we would have heard about the Godzilla stuff by now. So well, I, I don't think there is any. I don't think there is any. Well, uh, no, you know there could always be something. So I'm thinking, what about they're gonna do Emra Cool again, and this time it's gonna be Godzilla Cool. Godzilla Cool. What do you I think? Mean, I think that's a fun idea. Yeah. I also know, though, that we're not seeing the Eldrazi this time in Zendikar. <laughs> well, how are they going to get Godzilla in there, you think? I mean, besides the fact that you're in all of our hearts all the time, like that's how, like you're in our hearts constantly. I'm in your hearts like once every four or five years when they make a Godzilla movie. I need to get, I thought the Magic, uh, Magic the Gathering is going to be where I'm showing up all the time. No? Oh, uh, Godzilla, there, there's other IP, intellectual property, that Wizards is using. There's going to be other things. I mean, well, there's, a, there's... I could be in those. Dungeons and Godzillas. You know? Right? What about... Uh, uh, what else do they do? There's got to be some kind of other game. Board games. Godzilla board game. Godzilla game. Godzilla game, very, um, very scary Godzilla game. Horror game? Is that, a too lo- is that too long of a name, you think? Um, You never know. You never know, Godzilla. Maybe not. Maybe not. But Godzilla, what are you, what's your, do you have, do you have like friends and family at home? Or are you just, do you, uh-huh. do you have like hobbies and things? What are you, what are you up to on, since we've seen you last? Well, I've just been... I just been uh, collecting all the cards with me on them and yeah, looking up. I really looked over a lot of the M twenty one spoilers, and when that set came out, I waited for a call from Mark Rosewater and from all the guys at Watsy, and I ne- it never came. And uh, then they did double masters, and I was like, here we go. Double Godzillas, and then that didn't happen either. So I've just been making a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches and looking at the city. 
I feel heartbroken, Godzilla. Why? I don't, don't. Because I, do, I don't think there's a plan. Unless we come back to Ikoria, I don't think. Let's go then. I, right away. We already know it's going to be a, like the next year is not Ikoria. They're no, going to a it wizard is. school. It is, no. I heard. It is, I heard. I, I didn't hear. I heard the opposite oh. from fairly trusted sources. From who, though? Do you have Mac, 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 Mac Rosewater's phone number? I do. Mac Rosewater? That's what it says Seems when he calls you. That's how I knew that. That means you typed it in your phone wrong. Oh, okay. Godzilla, you know what? This is, you have a... What should I do, Sean? What should I do, though? If they're not going to put me in sets, and that movie that I'm in with the kid from Stranger Things, I don't think anyone really cared to see it. They tried to put everybody in there from good shows. They tried to put Billy. What's her name? What's her name again? Billy Eilish. Uh, no, <laughs> Sean. Even I know that's not Billy Eilish in that movie, man. I don't know the movie. I, I honestly Billy I honestly Swanson. Did not know. What's her name? Billy Ham Hammy Billy. Three Ham names. Sandwich Billy. Manny Manny Millie Millie Bobby M- Millie. Oh. Millie, Millie yeah. Billy, Millie Billy Brown, Millie Billy Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. The kid from Stranger Things, Millie Billy Vanilli, was in my movie, and no one cared. The one before that, they put Brian Cramstring in there, and he he did. No one cared about him. No. The one even before that, they had Harry, not Harry Shearer, the other guy from The Simpsons, Hank Azaria. Yeah. Brutal! Uh, I gotta get the guy who who does Apu's voice. The white guy who does Apu's voice. Terrible. Godzilla, I I'm seeing the big picture here, and it seems like wizards unfairly explained to you what the deal was. They got your hopes up yeah. that you would be in all kinds of cards, and then they just kind of cast you aside. Yeah. So if if it's okay with you. Okay. You know, I, I didn't talk to Andy about this, my co-host. Who's I mean, that? I guess, yeah, you never met him even before. But would you mind if we start a campaign to get Godzilla in Zendikar? Yes, like if, this if, is if, it. Change, maybe, movement. W- yeah, we can, we can try to like just, you know, we can use what power we have in social media to try to convince yes. people to put Godzilla back into Zendikar. Put him in. Put me in. Okay. Okay. Put me into I'll, Zendikar. I'll Put me into I'll... all of them. Put me into Innistrads. Put me into yes. Kaldheim. All the time, yeah. Kaldheim, we should say. Godzilla all the time in Kaldheim. Yeah. And the Wizard School. I don't Strix, know what it's called yet. Strix Hollow. Strixerix. Hollow Strixerix. Tide Godzilla. Hollow Strix. Pop, Papa, Papa Mio. Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> okay. This is great. This is good. We're going to start. Okay. Hashtag you know what? I'm feeling good. Godzilla in. I feel great. I feel pretty bummed out when I heard that I'm definitely not in this next set or in any sets ever again, probably. But I am feeling real good now because, you know, we're going to we're going to start something here. Petition.org. We're going to get out the vote and we're going to make it happen that Godzilla is in every set from now on ever forever. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm going to thank you. Yes. Thanks for your blessing, Godzilla. Uh, can you stick around another minute or two? I bet you Andy will be back any second. It cannot. Uh, my guitar is in the shop, and my American flag shorts are... Uh, I got to get them from the dry cleaners, so I got to pick all those things up. Well, this is, that must take forever to clean those things. They must be massive. They're really big, and I do only wear them when I play the electric guitar. I mean, as one should. Okay. Well, okay. I got to go. Thanks, Godzilla. Bye. Okay. Bye. Ooh, Okay. Well, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to, I'll be honest. You mean the bacon? Yeah, 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 yeah. The bacon was almost gone bad by the time I got there. Like, Ooh, it didn't take long. It didn't take too long. Um, the bacon was about to go than when it was bought. I do say almost because I we what we had we had to cook it up right there, so that's why it took <clears throat> took a oh, while. You cooked it and ate it. Yeah, and like it takes Street a long bacon. time for bacon to go bad, as you can imagine, because it is a cured meat, right? Yeah. And it's already pretty, you know, resilient to that. But it was rough, yeah. rough stuff. So we had to well, cook it up and eat it right away. Uh, here's what you missed: we are now going to spearhead a campaign to get Godzilla in future magic sets. <laughs> okay, well, you know that guy. 
He has a lot on his plate, I think. Or maybe not. I don't know. It sounds like he has almost nothing on his plate, except <laughs> playing electric guitar with an American flag shorts. Hey, that's a cool image, you gotta oh, admit. It's very cool. It makes me want to buy American flag shorts and an electric guitar. <laughs> yeah! I wonder if that is a real and true image that already exists, or did Godzilla just think of that on the spot? You mean that Godzilla wears that, or just a human has that? Because I guarantee there are humans who have that image. Am I? Am I? Am, am, was Godzilla thinking of something specific, I guess, is my is my question. It's got to be David Lee Roth, right? <laughs> I don't... Like, that guy has to have done that, right? I'm thinking, is it Hulk Hogan? With but an electric guitar? That might just be an electric... That might just be an American flag electric guitar. Oh, yeah. I, I think I made... I, I think Godzilla made that up completely. A.K.A. He does do it all the time. All I can see is a picture of Axl Rose wearing American shorts. But he didn't play guitar. That was Slash. Huh. Okay, well, um, you know what? I, I'm I'm up for it. We're going to say uh, hashtag Godzilla forever. And uh, we're going to try and get him in every set forever from now on. I love it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Should we get to the <coughs> deck part of the show? Let's do the deck part of the show. Here we go. It's like It's like our concept album. <laughs> I feel like like this is yeah. we have we occasionally have episodes kind of like this where it's like it's a higher concept and I don't know if it's practical at all but it sure was fun to think about um and this is uh the idea that um uh, well you know I'll, I'll I'll start from this start from the start here and let you know that what we're brewing around this week was the idea that wishboards don't exist in commander they strictly by the strictly rules-wise, they do not exist. We're not allowed to have them. There are no sideboards in Commander. However, rule zero, as we all know about Commander, is just is basically make up any rule you want. If your if your group agrees on it, you can play with, you can do whatever you want. The idea about Commander is that we're all here to have fun. It's a social game, multiplayer. Let's just have a let's have a fun time. So if you can get in a group where everyone is loose and people don't mind about wishboards, great. Great, you can run those wishboards cards. Um, I would suggest, in general, that you don't run those wishboard cards to break the game. And I don't think anyone would really do that. Uh, anyways, I don't even see how that's really possible. So what I got to thinking, though, was we we know that um, online digital games like Hearthstone and uh, others, uh, what's the other one? What's the Eternal, right? Uh, they have a real leg up on Magic. In one, in one sense, and that is that they can truly have a card, say, like, generate a random card from all of the existence of this game and put it in your hand, right? That is a digital advantage that those cards have. And I guess, like, technically Arena could do that, too, and it could be a thing in Magic, but obviously they want to keep consistency with um, with the paper game as much as possible. But... But we don't have that ability. The closest thing we have to that ability is wishboards, right? We get to do this thing of out, bringing a card from outside the game, which is how it's referred to. But that's not, it, it just means sideboard. But in, I was, I got to thinking like this random idea, this randomization from outside of the game. What if we, A, you know, allowed wishboards, which isn't a radical thing. I think you'll find that most people in Commander are okay with wishboards. And... And, but but we ourselves choose to make it random. I will wish for a card, and I won't get to choose like it says on the card. Well, technically, I am choosing. This was pointed out in the Discord. So so this is my concept here, is that uh, the thing is, we don't even actually have to change any rules other than like the, the wishboard rule, obviously. But I, have, I originally pitched this as like a um, like rule change. Like instead of choosing, you get it randomly. But actually, you can just choose randomly. You just put them all face down and then just like grab one. There you go. You chose this one. No one says you have to choose them face up, right? Uh, that idea was brought by... Oh, I should have wrote that down. That idea was brought by someone specific in in the Discord channel. And uh, um, I don't have them right now. But I, it was... I'll read the names later. And it was certainly one of those people. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so this is what we're building around. This is what we're doing. We're, we're going to come with a wish board and we're going to have the wish cards and um, and we're going to uh, uh, we're going to get those randomly. Now, the 
there's one other way to play this, okay? And luckily, what I've built here go, can go either way very easily. So I've decided to lean, I've decided to do this thing where I'm going to bring a wish board. I'm going to bring a certain amount of cards. And like they say, it's only, you know, they say it's 15. For this version, we actually want it to be bigger because certain wishes only get sorceries or certain ones only get instants. And you want to have like a pile ready to go for those. You know what I mean? Like you can't just choose actual randomly because it's it only gets a certain type. Um the other way to do this, which is very interesting, I think, uh, is to make it truly random and you use an online source like Scryfall and they have a random button on their website. So you hit random and then you hit it until you get like that type of card comes up. So if it's like search for, you know, if it's like I'll, wish I'll do it right now. Great. OK, what so Sean, a card wish for a let's do a, let's do burning wish. The, the the classic get a sorcery. A random okay. sorcery card from your from outside the game and put it into your hand. Okay, I'm gonna so hit random until so you hit I random get a until sorcery. You get a sorcery. Two down, no sorceries. Okay, I got sift three and a blue sorcery. Draw three cards. There then you discard go. a card. So what you do is you then use you know um, we've seen them we use them a lot they're really great you can get them on Amazon they're just like blank playing cards. And you can just take a Sharpie and write right on there what that is. So you can just write sw uh, sh uh, Swift. <laughs> you can just write Sift, you know, write the mana cost. You know, just a brief little, like, be like, you know, draw two, discard one, whatever it is you need to write, right? There you go. Bam. Pop that in your hand. Now, obviously, you'll you know, be able to tell. But, like, whatever. This is, this, is, we're, this, is a, this is a loose game of command. It's a fun game we're playing here. So you're not going to shuffle this back into your hand or anything like that. Like, if that's, it, let's say if that's the rule, then, like, that card just disappears or something someone makes you shuffle it or something like that anyways i get it that there is some like there's some ins and outs with the rules here but this is a fun way to do it right like put that in your hand and now all of a sudden now you've got this random card uh Can we, let me do another give me another time. okay uh now do a multicolored a random multicolor i believe it's oh, glittering wish this might take a second <laughs> yeah this one might take a sec but this is this is this is not the version i ultimately decided to talk about today um because I don't know, there's I guess there's other weird things going on with the rules, but you essentially get like a token in your hand. You know, you could try this out with with a with a play group that is um, that's up for this sort sort of thing. I think it's really fun. I think it's an interesting and cool aspect to it. Um, you'll see with the rest of the deck how we work, you know, with random stuff and how how it goes. But Sean, judging by your face, it looks like you got something. I didn't get a multicolor card, but what are the odds of this? My second card in basic mountain specifically from original zendikar yeah. and then three cards later basic mountain from dominaria it's what pretty, are the odds that's probably all the random cards higher. in magic it's higher than any other thing happening isn't it well i There's mean so maybe then it lands. but like two mountains out of like 14,000 or whatever. I'm just blown away. Like that like just how many like it should be. mountains are there? There's five every set. So that's a lot of mountains. I guess it just seems astounding to me. Anyways. Not a different basic land. Still looking though. I'm 10 deep. No more. All right. So, you know, it, it comes, it's, it, you know, whatever. Anyways, that's not the version we're going with. That's just a, like a, an even higher concept that I, idea that I was like, Hey, you could really do a truly random thing. But, um, so what are we doing with, with commanders and what are we doing with colors and all this type of stuff? So, um, let's go with what we decided to do when it comes to commanders. And that is the first sliver. Uh, it's a five color commander. And again, we wanted to include, there was a, there was a moment where I almost cut one or two colors, but we wanted all the wish cards. So we're, so we got, so we got to go five colors. Um, oddly enough, the color that I was like almost most inspired by, which was black and masterminds acquisition is the card that has the least amount of like wishes that make sense. Their, their old wish card is like, you have to like lose half your life or something. So like, it, it's not good, but, uh, anyway, so, um, uh, first sliver is what we landed on. Um, and it's a little bit of a preview into some later stuff from the deck. Uh, Sean, why don't you read us the first sliver here? Sure. The first sliver is a Wooburg Commander. Five men and one of each. Legendary 7-7 seven, seven sliver. And it has Cascade. And it says that sliver spells you cast have Cascade. Cascade is if you cast something from your hand with Cascade, then you flip your library until you get something that costs less. And when you do, you cast that spell. So that's, you may cast that. Spell. Yeah, you may. So that's like a random. That's like getting another random card. So 
not every single thing in this deck is random. Obviously, when you play the first sliver, you get the 7-7. Seven, seven. You get a creature card. And I because I, I didn't want it to be that level of chaos where we never know what we're playing. We still want to have a bit of a, a plan and a bit of a strategy, but we just want to generate some random fun things, right? So uh, when I talk about the actual wishboard later, uh, which will come after everything, we'll, 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 we'll see, you know, what, what's going on there. Basically, it's just pick whatever you want, but I'll, I'll talk about it later. Anyways, so First Sliver is great because it has this cool, like, kind of on-theme random effect, and it's five colors. Another one that kind of fits is Golos because you can spin Golos for the seven mana, and you kind of get, like, three random things off the top of your deck or whatever. But, you know, we just did a Golos deck, so First Sliver seemed fun. And I like the idea that Cascading is just one random card. Golos is, like, you know, a lot of value there. Um, so, obviously, we're doing five colors. We got to... We got to be fixed. We got to be ramping because we want to make sure that whenever we get, if, if the thing we get out of our wishboard is some seven mana spell, we want to be able to cast it. And we if it's, you know, double black, we want to be able to cast it. So we, we really got to make sure our mana is fixed. Um, but one thing you can do with this particular deck is lean a little heavier on teamer colors because we kind of included a little bit of a cascade package. And just because of the nature of these spells, Teamer shows up a lot more often. Um, so, you know, the signets that you're going to pick, like, we didn't just slam every signet in this deck, like, but we but we included the Teamer ones. Gruel signets in there, all the signets are the same. For anyone who's brand new to signets, they're two mana artifacts, and you pay one and tap them, and then they generate two mana of that, like, guild's color. So Gruel thinks uh, red-green. Um, and then, like, Spinning Wheel is a cool, just like one that I haven't included in a lot of decks, but... I think it's I think it's okay. It's a little bit of defense on this one. Spinning Wheels, three mana artifact. Tap it for any color, and then you pay five and tap it to tap target creature. So if some big, you know, nasty thing's coming after you and you have a bunch of mana left, you can spinning wheel it. But you know, we're just looking to fix our colors, obviously. And and that's that's you know, that's the basics, that's normal, that's what we need to do. Um when we're talking about the base of the deck, though, we're talking about the wishes. So let's actually look at some of the traditional wishes the ones that really inspired the deck i mean the 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 is this the original wish burning wish i don't know what the original it's the one that you gets used the most i think like in competitive play but yeah i don't know which one came first actually it's a good question yeah so burning wish is a one in a red sorcery you may choose a sorcery card you own from outside the game you may reveal it put it into your hand and exile burning wish uh the may is the choose part everything else you have to do once you're doing that uh, another wish is Mastermind's Acquisition. Doesn't have wish in the game. This is the one from uh, Ixalan. It's two black black. It's like a modified tutor, right? So it's two mm -hmm. black black, tutor up a card from your deck, or grab a card from your sideboard and put it into your hand from outside the game. Uh, and Fae of Wishes from Eldraine. One and a white for a 1-4 flying fairy wizard. Uh, you can pay one and a... What a blue I meant, I meant to say. You can pay one of blue to discard two cards in return, Fae of Wishes to its owner's hand, but they've got that adventure clause where you can also cast this from your hand for granted, wish granted. Three in a blue, sorcery. You can choose any non-creature card from outside the game, reveal it, put it into your hand. Could be Basic Mountain. Would True. you do Could that be. if you were doing it? If you do it randomly, Basic Mountain is a non-creature card. Well, because we've <laughs> made it so that we're choosing randomly from our own sideboard of wish stuff, I I would, I would. If you're doing the the, the scryfall way, I wouldn't include a basic amount in there. If I was doing the the scryfall way, hey man, you get what you get. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's the fun of it. Um, yeah, so these are three kind of different types, but they all sort of look the same. Burning wish, uh, being very specific mastermind being anything and then you get fey of wishes which is on a creature and recurable and only non-creature stuff uh living wish uh, uh like i said glitter glittering wish or something these are there's a bunch of different ones there's a green white one there's a green one there's a white one there's the white one gets artifacts and enchantments the blue one gets instants the red one as we just said gets sorceries there's a green white one that gets um multicolored spells there is another black one, but like I said, I think you have to pay like half your life when, when you do it. It's like it's not really worth it. We already we have we have enough of them that we can not pick that one. Um, and then, we, yeah, like we have Fae of Wishes and we have a lot of other ways, too. So uh, some of the other some of the other ways, again, some from from some recent sets too. 
Uh, we have Vivian, Arcbow Ranger, one green, green, green. So, you know, five color deck, gotta, gotta make sure we cast that triple green Planeswalker. Uh, but, you know, it's four loyalty. Um, you can plus one to distribute two plus one plus one counters among up to two target creatures and they gain trample minus three target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker or minus five which is not too hard to get you know you plus her up but then you do it you may choose a creature card you own from outside the game reveal it put it into your hand uh and then we also have karn the great creator which is a little easier to do because it's four colorless um he has a static ability which is uh, kind of a rough one, so people might be looking to, to get rid of this card. Yeah. Activated abilities of artifacts your opponent's control can't be activated, so that's tough. Um, five mana, or sorry, five loyalty, plus one until your next turn, up to one target non-creature artifact. Becomes an artifact creature with power and toughness each equal to its converted mana cost. We're not really here for that. We're here for the minus two. You may choose an artifact card you own from outside the game or in exile. Reveal that card and put it into your hand. Uh, so we wish for an artifact with Karn. We wish for a creature uh, with Vivian. Just two other ways to do it. Again, these guys are a little more repeatable, although Vivian's kind of tough. But Karn, you can usually get one to two. I mean, you can definitely get one. Ideally, we can get two at least off of them. Uh, we can, and we can get a random artifact because we are choosing randomly. Um, I just spinned a random Scryfall artifact. Okay. And I got Mindstone. Okay, so that's something, you know? <laughs> They're not all going to be uh, winners. They're not all going to be slam-the-door game-winning plays, you know? It um, reminds me of Momervig in a way. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, and again, in the version that we're doing, um, you know, in the other version, like Sean's taking the Scryfall version, and I'm taking the we've built our own version. A lot of fun artifacts we can have in here. Um, uh, you know, big things like Panharmonicon and, and all kinds of things like that, right down to just value artifacts that are going to be, you know, that can even draw us more cards and I don't know, whatever, whatever it is you like. You can Sounds even like kind of talking about Mindstone. <laughs> I totally am. You can even have like your your individual uh, boards, you know, do like all kind of work towards a theme. Even that's kind of fun because then you're looking to to, um, you know, play the same types of cards. Anyways. The world's your oyster when you're playing with this deck. So that's where that's the base. That's where we're working from. That's where we're starting. Uh, so now let's take a look at the neat moves. Working on a neat moves. Okay, so the neat moves here are going to be some of our other random effects. Sean, did you find another card? I, it's hard to use Scryfall to find what you're looking for. I finally oh, okay. found my first multicolor card, but oh. I can't find another artifact. What was the multicolor? Savage Born Hydra. Oh. Uh, X. If it comes into play automatically, it no, would come in. No, it doesn't. In. It doesn't. So then, yeah, it's great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Savage Born Hydra. The double cool. striking red green one. All right. Okay. This is pretty good. Great thing to include in your wish board. Um, the neat moves here are going to be um, just other ways that this deck is going to work and uh, the other things we're doing besides grabbing random stuff from our wish board. So... We thought, you know, when we're brewing with Discord, it, it'd be fun to have some other random effects. Uh, again, not so much affecting our opponents. I don't want to create a chaos deck. I don't want people's plays to turn into other stuff. I, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in putting resources in and getting something out of it. it I just don't know what. Um, and again, we can we can mitigate it by bringing our own wishboards, or we can uh make sure we have stuff like these things so first up uh sean take take these three here dead bridge chant for black green enchantment when it enters the battlefield put the top 10 cards of your library into your graveyard and then in your upkeep you choose a card at random in your graveyard if it's a creature it goes right onto the battlefield otherwise it goes into your hand very fun card. Expensive, but uh, that's a powerful effect. You're either drawing a card from your graveyard every turn or getting a free creature. I don't mind that. Yeah. Uh, Fossil Find. It's a multicolor gruel hybrid. So it's one CMC gruel sorcery. 
return a card at random from your graveyard to your hand, and then reorder your graveyard as you choose. <laughs> as you choose. Back when, I mean, but from this deck, though, I recommend shuffling your graveyard and putting it back in that <laughs> Absolutely. order. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then finally, Tariel, Reckoner of Souls, for white, black, red, angel, flying, vigilance, 4-7, tap, Choose a creature card at random from target opponent's graveyard. Put that card onto the battlefield under your control. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Uh, it's Oddly enough, and this wasn't even planned, but I guess the only way to truly do random effects like this is like from a graveyard. Or I guess you could do it from a library. It just feels like it would be too hard to ha how you decide randomly. You know what I mean? So so I guess these, these, these effects show up a little more when we're talking about graveyard stuff. So... Yeah, it just turns out that, you know, uh, between Deadbridge, Chant, Fossil Find, and Terriel, we're just grabbing random things from Graveyard, which seems, which seems fine. Um, we also have some pseudo-random effects, and it's around this part of the brewing um, uh, process that I kind of realized that I was like, hey, wait a sec. Just drawing a card is kind of random. <laughs> you know, you don't know what's on top of there most of the time. Yeah. So, so it's like, so what we're doing here is now we're just kind of like getting cards from our deck, but in a, in a, in a random way, in a, in a, the closest thing magic paper magic can, can, you know, uh, do to random. So, uh, pseudo random effects like throws of chaos, right? I talked about cascade off the top because of our commander. Well, throws of chaos is a cool one because it's just three in a red for a sorcery with cascade. And then it has a retrace. So like this card doesn't actually do anything itself at all. It's three and a red to, again, do nothing. But Cascade triggers, so you'll get the next thing down uh, from your deck. Um, uh, that's, uh, uh, what, four or less? Because it's is it three or less. Well, it would have to be three has, or less. It has to cost less, yeah. So it's three or less. and then But then you can retrace it, which is cool, because retraces, you can cast this from your graveyard by discarding a land card and, and, um, and paying its mana cost. So we can, you know, we can get, cas we can get Cascading a few, uh, a few other times. Um, interesting. I thought Cascade had to be from hand, but for this one, no, it does. Change the rules? No. Oh, no, it doesn't. It just says when you cast this spell. Weird. Oh, okay. Because, um, I guess they must have changed it. I thought it had to be from hand. Thought so too. But looks like Throws of Chaos just changed the Cascade rule. And by just, I mean, what, like a year ago? And p probably everyone already talked about this. In fact, we've had this on the show before, and maybe even we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so Thugs of Chaos is uh, is there for that ability. So that's kind of random. Next, we also have uh, Mind's Desire. This is actually a really good one. For uh, Blue Blue Sorcery, shuffle your library, then exile the top card of your library. Until end of turn, you may play that card without paying its mana cost. And she's got Storm. So, um, you know, we got enough stuff in this deck that we can get a lot of mana sometimes. And I, I played a it's funny because I played a test game with this fully not being able to actually use the wish spells <laughs> because right. they you can't create a sideboard for those commander games. But I just wanted to see it and play it out and just see, you know, how the actual the scout, the actual deck itself kind of ran. And I was actually able to get off a pretty decent mind's desire because of some of these strategies working together. So. You know, something like um, uh, Cascade and like like that lets you cast an extra card. Something there's some other effects in here that let you cast things for without paying their mana. So actually, Mind's Desire, I was able to sometimes get. I, I got a Mind's Desire like three copies of it or something like. And when we're talking about, you know, obviously this isn't a storm deck, but that's actually pretty good for for six mana to be able to get three, you know, cards from your uh, from your library just cast for free. So. It actually works out pretty good. Um, and then I figured finally, out the the cascade issue. Oh, what is it? We're thinking of Yidris, whose extra oh. ability only affects cards cast from your hand. Oh, that's cards right. that have built-in cascade will cascade from any zone. Okay, well there you go. Um, true commander heads, true commander yeah. players. Us, we only thought of the one guy. <laughs> like not even the, we only yeah. thought of the four color commander that has different rules on it. Yeah. Um. Treasure Hunt is in here also. One in a blue for the sorcery. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card, then put all cards revealed this way into your hand. 
we get a bunch of stuff and it kind of randomly stops um which that that was a fun um suggestion from discord as well so really cool another thing another neat move that we can pull off is we can use our opponent's cards randomly our opponent's decks can kind of be our random wishboard using a couple of these cards oh one of my faves mine's dilation five blue blue for an enchantment whenever an opponent casts their first spell each turn they exile the top card of their library and if it's non-land you may cast it without paying its mana cost that goes at any like timing things creatures whatever that's a fun one that that one really raises some ire <laughs> yeah that's it's, true. it's great stolen strategy four and a red for an enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep exile the top card of each opponent's library and then you're able to cast those this turn and you can pay mana as though it were made of any color it's kind of like temporary increasing your hand off of other people's decks and chaos wand a personal favorite three generic for an artifact and it has the ability for an attack target opponent exiles cards until they hit an instant or sorcery you may cast it without paying for it and then put the exile cards on the bottom in a random order i love it i mean we talked about you know you talk about mind's dilation we've we, we we love this card from the get-go right from the jump we've talked about it a ton obviously this is a huge commander card did you know that it's getting really expensive um i hadn't clocked the price in a long time but it doesn't surprise me it's getting expensive and by getting there it's like seven to nine dollars depending on where you look which hey you know if you're listening to commander's brew back then you were known to snap a bunch of these up when they were a dollar less uh, around two dollars i remember did um, you thanos snap them up i did i did thanos snap them up uh stolen strategy yeah just like extends our hand like you said and chaos one is fantastic and the i think the like the conventional wisdom wisdom on chaos wand is to uh obviously like anything into speed right before your turn but if someone's casting a big spell and uh, maybe chaos wand you know the person right before right as that spell's resolving so that maybe you can if if you happen to hit a counter spell you can actually use it because uh, yeah. that's the bummer is but the bummer with chaos one is like oh i hit negate <laughs> okay. uh, uh yeah but uh, obviously that you know that's a, a super super fun card and using our opponent's libraries like that is a lot of fun um and outside i think outside of mind's dilation too like not counting that one people like don't care as much that you're using their spells they more care about the fact that you're getting value it's not yeah. like a thing where i steal your creature where it's like i've already invested the mana in this and like now i'm losing it you know um it's not it doesn't draw quite as much ire mind's violation tends to because you get the stuff for free so you don't the value is too yeah, good you don't have to pay anything after aside from the seven mana um Right. Okay. So there's actually some other interesting things here. So uh, I'm actually going to jump ahead one. And Sunbird's Invocation is kind of you doing this to your own deck. It's kind of like an interesting, like, um, pseudo cascade, but you actually kind of get to choose. But there's kind of a random element to it because you don't know what you'll do. This one I, I almost didn't include because, you know, you it, it, because of how it works. I'll, I'll read it. It's five and a red. It's an enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell from your hand, reveal the top X cards of your library where X is that spell's converted mana cost. You may cast a card revealed this way with converted mana cost X or less without paying its mana cost. Put the rest on the bottom of your library to random order. Such a fun card. We love same thing. We love this card. It's on the same level of, of mind stylation for us. Um, you do get to choose here. So, like, you know, I just felt like it was on theme with a lot of the other stuff that the deck is doing so that we can kind of reach a little bit outside of the pure randomness, even though it is still kind of random what's on the top of your deck, right? But here's a cool one. This one, build your own wishboard, everyone. Build your own wishboard. But Andy, I brought a wishboard. You specifically told me to bring a wishboard of like 30 cards, and I did. Well, how about this? Skyship Weatherlight, four mana for the legendary artifact. It's from, what is what set is this from? Weatherlight? <laughs> I can't scroll down and see. What is it? plane um, shift i don't know weird uh it's the legendary artifact before vehicles um it says when skyship weatherlight enters the battlefield search your library for any number of artifact and or creature cards and exile them then shuffle your library for and tap choose a card at random that was exiled with skyship weatherlight put that card into its owner's hand so you Fine. build your own 
wish board and you get to pay four mana to wish for them. And it's built right in there. You have to do it randomly. Uh, this there couldn't there, there's not more of a perfect card for this deck really than Skyship Weatherlight. Um, Amazing. It, I mean, it really it's a risk, but you know, automatically, like just like the, the crew of the Weatherlight, you just take take them out of your deck, and then they just yeah. keep showing up. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at random, at random, they'll come and help you out again at totally at random so it's unfortunate that they come into your hand it would be like you're paying for bring them to yeah. your hand and then you gotta cast them again like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a tall order like, yeah, you know it's a lot you know it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot you gotta pay eight plus whatever <laughs> mana the thing you're getting costs to actually get it out so look you know this isn't a lean this isn't the leanest deck in the world you're gonna you're gonna pay some mana in this deck <laughs> um Right. Okay. And then, and then, yeah. So then we finally have to face the hard questions. Isn't card draw just kind of randomly getting something to your hand? Kind of, right? A little bit. So we do need to have some card draw in this deck. It can't all just be, um, it can't all just be wishing for stuff. Uh, we do need to get a little consistency because you want to draw lands. You want to draw your fixing and stuff like that. So, so we do have a bunch of ways. One of the ones that really works out though is this next card. Ooh, Whirlwind of Thought, a new one from Ikoria. One blue, red, white is a Jeskai enchantment. When you cast a non-creature spell, draw a card. Yeah, straight up. There's a ton of non-creature spells in this deck, and this card just ends up being really, really great. Um, again, there are other draw spells. I just wanted to highlight this one because uh, it works so well. Um, so the Wishboard itself, right? We're, we're, we're kind of done. This is the kind of skeleton. This is what the deck kind of looks like um what to put in the wishboard you know what should you include well the, the the beautiful thing is is that it's it truly is whatever you want um i i you know i've got some suggestions of the types of things to include but it really is up to you and it really it, you can lean towards a theme you can totally not lead towards a theme you can put bad cards in you can put good cards in. like you can do everything like a range of like medium to very good cards would be awesome i think you know because you never know yeah you might be getting a board wipe or yeah or i might be getting <laughs> mindstone you know mindstone's not bad but it's like not the card i wanted if if you're up for that feeling if you're up for that you know spin of the wheel you know roll of the dice that can be something you lean towards right um i th that's so fun like such a fun idea i do remember playing on arena some people invented a best of one deck that had masterminds acquisition. And the whole point was like, well, you can't use a sideboard in best of one unless you can. And then it's just a, co a collection of one ofs to suit any occasion. It's a very cool feeling to just be like, I got the answer for no matter what, if I can pull this off. Yeah. And that's how I think you would use a wishboard in commander is like a toolbox thing, right? Any situation, bam, I go get the thing that fits. Well, here this is you can build it that that same way where you're actually putting situational cards in. But I feel like that's actually not going to work out for you because it's they're going to be random in this in this <laughs> weird thing we've done. So you don't want them to be too situational. You just want them to be big. I think you want them to be big, big effects, uh, effects on the board and or effects that like you know are going to draw a million cards things like that or just big effects and and what am i talking about well just you know just an example okay moldrotha the grave tide right this is a major card um uh very powerful three black green blue for the six six legendary elemental during each of your turns you can play up to one permanent card of each permanent type from your graveyard we know moldrotha's crazy off the charts good but it's kind of fun if this is the high end of something you can get, right? You, this isn't your commander or something like that. So it's not like every game you're going to be using this effect. But kind of interesting. This is kind of inspired by the fact that everyone has a binder of rares, right? Or maybe it's not a binder, a box or whatever, what have you. But everyone has a bunch of like good cards where you're like, I'm thinking about building a deck around this. I'm thinking of using this in a deck. But you haven't put anything in yet. Throw it in this wish board, you know? Um, what's this other one this this next one is an interesting one here oh uh you mean i'm not sure Onk. which one the oh Onk. the Ankh of misha right right, yeah. right right so this is a two-minute artifact uh it looks like a big face a goblin face made out of a windmill uh but it's <laughs> whenever a land enters a battlefield two damage to that land's controller 
what <laughs> what a, what an interesting effect to have on the game like just gonna you're gonna punish the ramp players you're gonna people are just gonna be taking damage it's wild and if you mix it up like this is one where you if you lean towards like a theme you can really you can have the wish slowly build up over time so if we build in this theme of damage Ankh of Mishra is an interesting one, you know, Mana Barbs, something like that. You get like a Zozu. All of a sudden, you've got this kind of other commander deck climbing in from your wishboard, which is kind of interesting. I don't know, just a thought. And finally, like something, a really weird effect is like, what if you just, what if you wish for Pramacon? Sky Rampart, blue, red, white, the legendary wall. It's a 1 5 flying defender. As Pramacon Sky Rampart enters the battlefield, choose left or right. Each player may attack only the nearest opponent in the chosen direction and planeswalkers controlled by that opponent just a major effect on the game and all of a sudden people have to play around this if you want to create that you know that sort of game warping uh presence you know there's there's a couple of of cards that do that maybe that's some stuff you want to throw in your wishboard it can change every game maybe your wishboard of creatures for one game is you know all goblins that have synergistic goblin effects or something or and maybe next game it's all just Eldrazi because there is the there are some Eldrazi wish cards that I didn't include because they were so specific. But let's what if your what if all the creatures in your in your sideboard were Eldrazi? Then those cards all of a sudden become incredible. There's that one that you pay twenty mana and you can put any number of Eldrazi cards like from outside the game either in your hand or on the battlefield. I can't even remember. What a, Anyways, what a, yeah. Well, who would design that phrase on a card? <laughs> any number you own (laughs) yeah come on come on designer so you know it truly it truly is up to you i you know i wrestled with was i going to actually make the full wishboards and and post the list and it's like well the the beauty of it is that it can it can morph and it can change it can be whatever you want from game to game um yeah i don't um i don't know anyways let's move on i i'm going to thank my discord helpers because the ones who showed up and helped were uh like it was it's this is a weird deck and not everyone was like i don't know some people were like i don't know what to do with this do you just want random cards to do random stuff it's like yes well i do and i don't i do you know and it was, so it was like very very specific and once you got past you know the wish stuff you know there wasn't all that much to to really try and think of but these guys really helped out um uh the deech I uh, was in there early helping us out. Uh, Lil Wad, Jamon, Dylan, Spiff, Matt Fox, Matt Spin, Pips Don't Lie, Papa Dio. <clears throat> some of the regulars, uh, some new faces as well. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I really appreciate you sticking through this weird, weird brew. Um, well, we've we thanked the Discord helpers. So, you know, let's start talking about how much this is going to cost. Let's let's do the budget report. <laughs> Okay, so this is the type of deck where I don't want you to spend a ton of money on it because it's a really weird deck. And if you if you are up for something very different like this, I wouldn't suggest blowing $150 on it, $140. Bucks. But that is kind of how much it costs if you're looking to get all of these effects in. So, okay, let's try and save you some dough here. Um, right off the bat, the, 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 the most expensive card that we've included here is um, the first sliver. So we don't have to have this be our commander straight up. Uh, like I said already, Golos is pretty close to being a random effect and is cheaper and is still very, very good. It's going to help you fix and everything. Pick Golos or any other five color commander that you want. And who cares if you cast it, really? Um, great. Um, our second most expensive card um, is one I th- it's you know, this is one you kind of want, but it's tough it's getting up there by the way first liver 14 bucks that's a lot it's a lot for that's this a game. lot we don't need it sean what about the second one uh karn the great creator nine bucks yeah yeah it's a it, this one's nice because you, you know it is repeatable but that 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 uh, static ability is gonna draw a lot of hate i think so it's i think that's know. also why it's so expensive oh for sure it's played in, com- in you know in competitive decks from i'm sure modern and and pioneer and stuff like that so it's nine bucks and i don't think you need to spend nine bucks on it finally oh it's our boy binds dilation seven dollars uh again i saw it uh, up to nine as well so man this card is 
who you know if you don't own one i i do suggest getting one it's it's that fun of a card it's that it's not really powerful if you pay seven mana and someone removes this you know whatever you're down seven mana and you spent your whole turn on it but when you resolve this and it actually starts happening it's so fun and and it has an effect on the game not just for you not just for you building up your board and getting to cast these free spells but everyone's kind of like oh what's it gonna be you know what i mean um so it does it's have like a, a buck of cmc <laughs> yeah exactly it's, every mana you spend is one dollar oh um, my gosh can you imagine that's an interesting deck brewing restriction every card has to be approximately the dollar that is at cmc Ooh, weird that's, that's, a, weird. that's a weird that, yeah that is weird um <laughs> yeah a lot of it like there would be a lot of 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 bad cards in that i think uh <laughs> but but they can't be bad or they wouldn't cost a lot no i mean you have to have bad cards in because they cost because otherwise at certain mana costs wouldn't it be like anyway but like there's not that many bad five dollar five drops true that's true <laughs> i was thinking two dollar two drops yeah there's lots of bad ones of those I think. a lot of bad ones of those yeah <laughs> uh anyways so what about like breaking the budget what if we wanted to get really wild though i mean yeah then you can include these cards and you can include something like urza lord high artificer two blue blue for the legendary human artificer one uh sorry one is one four uh when urza enters the battlefield create a zero zero colorless construct artifact creature token with this creature gets plus plus one for each artifact you control tap an untapped artifact you control to add blue mana and if that's not enough pay five generic to shuffle your library then exile the top <clears throat> the top card until end of turn you may play that card without paying its mana cost so <clears throat> that's the ability that makes it on theme for this deck we get a random card truly random because we can't even fix the top of our library to make sure we get something we want if we wanted to we get a random card and we get to cast it for free uh for free we did pay five generic mana for it um yeah uh this card is just super expensive right it's like i don't know 20 something dollars or something like that so it yeah it's played in modern and whatever probably played in older formats too i think anyways uh but if you want to break the bank this is one that fits it's on theme it's a lot of fun and uh, it's a really good card so you know hey maybe you picked one of these up in a draft you did of modern horizons but you know, TCG low is like $76. You can get it down by just really, you know, making sure you like, I don't know, cut out cut out the more expensive cards, obviously. But but um, I think in other places than the wishes, because some of the wishes are kind of the ones that are going to cost you a few bucks. So, you know, just make sure you're picking mana rocks like um, Spinning Wheel and not uh, Chromatic Lantern, even though that's the one you really want. Uh, you know what, Sean? I think it's that time. I, uh, I do believe that it is time for us to get our tuxedos on and okay. to visit the Kodak Theater in lovely Hollywood, California for the Audricks. Okay. Yes. All right. Here we are, Sean. Um, welcome. Beautiful beautiful crowd again uh it's so nice to see everyone uh, that's really great to up. see zergo helm smasher thank oh, you wow. for putting a tie on it's great to see you oh yeah hey uh there's um um there's kalia of the vast uh she couldn't decide so she's got all all different types of wings on really great she's got the demon the dragon the angel wings all rocking that's really nice lovely to see you and jennifer lawrence hello hello j-law <laughs> i just watched uh x-men dark phoenix and it was quite bad okay um <laughs> sorry for calling that out on sorry this show. i did have to i felt While like I had we're to tell presenting you <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're like we're, <laughs> we're yeah, well, really roasting you Oh yeah. Awards. Back to you, Kalia. Your new, the new version of you kind of sucks. Okay, now we're... <laughs> <laughs> uh, not nearly as good. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> uh, it it is my honor to present the award for the "What Are You Even Doing?" award, and that Audric goes to 
research and development. Oh, wonderful. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are you even doing? I, I guess looking at a microscope and then getting a shadow on fire. Yeah, I mean, like, you just cast this card. What are you even doing? <laughs> because in this stack, you're going to cast Research, which is green-blue. Uh, it's a split card, by the way. It's green-blue, for the and Research is the instant that says, choose up to four cards you own from outside the game and shuffle them into your library. So, really, do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And the development side, I don't know. It has nothing to do with what we're doing. Three blue, red, instant, create a three, one red elemental creature token unless any opponent has you draw a card. <laughs> repeat this opponent. Repeat this process two more times. So you had a couple of elementals. Maybe you draw some cards. Uh, but research, you know, you paid two mana and really didn't do much. So what are you doing? Um, great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Research and development. We really, uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, this next award is one that um, uh, I'm happy to uh, happy and honored to uh, to present. Uh, it's the the old Minotaur yells at Cloud Award, and uh, uh, as you know, you know past winners include Neheb, um, and uh, and the guy who was playing the Didgeridoo on Didgeridoo. But this year, the winner of the old Minotaur yells at Cloud Award goes to. Dream Shaper Shaman. Yes. Congratulations, Dream Shaper Congratulations. Shaman. Congratulations. You definitely are shaking your fist at probably a cloud in this picture, because there are definitely clouds behind you, and you're definitely angrily shaking your fist at something. Uh, just remember to all, all those watching out there, if you dream big, you might also win an Andre. You might. You might win an Audric. Thank you for being here. Good night. Uh, and uh, and in real life, goodbye. Thank you for <laughs> watching and listening to the show this week. We had a blast. It's a weird and wild deck, and I, I hope that, um, if nothing else, you consider the idea of random randomizing some, some deck you have and having fun with it. Um, again, uh, thanks uh, to our sponsors. Check them out. Uh, go to wizardtower.com. If you're in Canada, you're going to be able to get a little slice off your singles order there by using our coupon code, which is BrewDouble uh, these days. And um, if you're outside of Canada, uh, TCG Player has got you hooked up. Uh, follow our affiliate link down there, and uh, it's going to be in the show notes or, or below the video on the YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, follow that link. Any any purchases you make there, for, like a after that, uh, are going to are going to help support the show. Um, and big thanks to, to both of our sponsors for supporting the show. Great. Another week, another deck. Uh, see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends. Like and subscribe, add a comment or two. See you later. Bye.